What is up, wise guys and gals? It's your boy, Paul, and today we're gonna do a little something different. Uh, this is gonna be distributed as a podcast, a uh, video podcast for a change, and then also we're gonna throw it on our YouTube channel. So if you're on one platform but don't follow the other, take a moment and do that. It'll be in the show notes and the description, respectively. But uh, today what I wanted to do, break away from our format of podcasting and do something that's a little bit of a new series that we'll be hopefully kind of consistent with called The Story Behind. And I'm just gonna be diving into the story behind a release. In this case, it's gonna be Through Inferno, uh, our most recent single that's been out now for coming up on a month, uh, three weeks-ish. And yeah, I just wanted to unpack a little bit of the story and then also some symbolism that's in the lyrics and how it correlates to stuff we've released in the past and more importantly, how it points to where we're going in the future. So, strap in. I'm gonna be reading pretty much straight off my laptop because I am too lazy to go in and edit after the fact. Um, it is what it is. We're going no cuts, we're going straight in. So, here we go. This is a little bit of uh, behind the story of Through Inferno. So, sort of at a 10,000 foot uh, in the air glance at the song, it is about a member of an ancient order of guardians who defects from this order that he's been in for the entirety of his life, and he becomes a whistleblower after learning about the leader of the guardians' plot to betray the deity that they serve. So, um, what happens is this character steals a sacred religious text from the order that contains a bunch of very private information um, that's only supposed to be known by the leaders of this cult-ish group. And um, he jumps through a portal. He uses what's in the text to create a portal, jumps through it, as sort of takes him through a wormhole across time and space to a place where he can safely stash the text where it'll be kept out of these nefarious hands and then hopefully given to people that will do good with it and um, essentially stop this order from betraying the deity that they've supposedly been serving for all this time. So the music video visually is just following that, right? It is a journey through a wormhole and all the band is represented in these like weird holographic sort of uh, granular forms. And that is just to sort of show everything as this weird world between worlds that he's flying through and he's getting this glimpse of the cosmos and sort of the multiverse. And it's all very weird and twisted. And basically this character who, his home planet is somewhere in the Numa universe from the Codex trilogy. He is getting catapulted through time and space into a completely new setting, which is actually where our next record is gonna take place. More on that to come soon. We are really excited to crack that open and expose some new story elements there. But um, yeah, as for this song, there are a lot of things packed into the lines that I wanted to just get into briefly and sort of show a bit of the story behind the words there. So uh, starting off right off the bat, the first line, your cunning lies, your plotting eyes. This is just talking about him exposing the leadership of this guardian uh, group that he is part of. He's basically telling them, I see what you're doing. Um, this is a betrayal and I'm not gonna stand for it you know, he can like see their treachery. So, you know, has made your treachery clear. Um, and he's talking about essentially how they were sworn to protect this deity, but now they're making this selfish power grab using uh, the power that was bestowed to them by the deity. And he's calling them out for it. He's gonna take some action and make sure that he follows their plan. Um, there's a line just after that 
the world gets quiet down here, and that is maybe the most important line of the song. It's um, basically got a couple meanings, the first of which talks about as he is flying through space and time and he's seeing you know, the universe on this grand scale, basically experiencing all of the universe at once. He's talking about how like the problems and the successes and all of the day-to-day minutiae of you know, everyday life, his normal world, is almost quiet by scale and how he sees how little everything can mean cosmically. Uh, and it kind of reframes the world in terms of you know, being an infinitesimally small dot in this massive, massive universe. So that's the first meaning, uh, but it also is a bit of a clue as to the location of the final resting place of that sacred text that he stole. So he's kind of leaving this journal breadcrumb trail for people who would take that text, do good with it, and um, combat this corrupted guardian order. Next line talks about a cosmic horror in the Shroud of Man. So that is just talking about how um, the leader of the organization has become just an absolute menace to the cosmos because of the scale of the things that he's toying with. You know, he's kind of playing with a sort of fire that humanity was never meant to have any sort of grasp on. And it's also a shout out to cosmic horror, the genre, like the Lovecraftian branch of sci-fi, which is something that we're really closely going to tie this new record into and something that this song deals with a lot is horror on the scale where it's just, you know, absolutely mind buckling and the type of deal where people who see certain things or are exposed to ideas, their mind just crumples under the weight of this terrible stuff that's out there that's pretty much incomprehensible to mortals. Um, talks about sinking down in pale waters in this first verse. And waters is something that on this song and in the next record kind of serves as a reference to a state of existence or an environment. So uh, it's a source of life and power, you know, the waters that you surround yourself with or the waters that you're in. And so he's, you know, he's calling the group's waters pale, like they are sort of evil, nefarious, um, untrustworthy waters. And then he calls the leader of the organization Monarch of the Sand, which just means the leader of this organization has perceived power and he's convinced himself that what he's doing is worthwhile and that, you know, he deserves to have the power that he's sort of stolen. But in reality, the momentum could shift at any time. You know, the sands are shifting and it's all, it's the classic analogy of like building your house on a foundation of sand where it's super temporal and um, very prone to just give way beneath you. From there, uh, we get this sort of beat downy sounding riff, which I'm a big fan of. And Joe breaks into this from womb to tomb. Uh, from sun to moon, you perpetuate the ancient gloom. And this is a reference to the order for generations sort of mentally poisoning uh, people, especially the leaders of the organization, corrupting people over time, uh, putting their desire for power ahead of the common good that they were sworn to protect. Uh, and then that section ends with this line, Father, forgive me for I've seen the truth. And that has a sort of religious ring to it, which is meant to, again, you know, point fingers back at the fact that this is, it's, you know, a pseudo-religious kind of a cult organization, but it's this like guardian organization. Um, 
and for this main character's whole life, he's been more or less indoctrinated into, you know, being told about the good that they're doing, the work they're trying to accomplish, and how they're helping, you know, the universe and all this stuff. And then, you know, he basically still sticks to those guns. He still believes in the work that the Order is supposed to be doing on paper. But what he's saying is like, you know, essentially, forgive me, but I've seen exactly what you're really doing, and it goes against the grain of what we were taught and what we're supposed to believe. Um, and again, you know, it's it's this notion of a whistleblower who, for ethical reasons, he has to split with what the group that he has previously been a part of for his whole life is doing. Um, that's sort of the the vibe of the entire verse one there. And that brings us to the chorus. So, the chorus is supposed to be kind of a slightly poetic description of flying through a wormhole. Like the lines flying through a wormhole aren't super, uh, they don't roll off the tongue, so falling through Inferno is literally just a one-for-one one of zipping through a wormhole. Uh, the course talks about seeing time itself all laid out, and as I was talking about, this main character is flying through the cosmos, and he gets this almost like godlike view of space, time, and the multiverse and he's just experiencing the universe all at once and it's you know pretty uh, pretty bizarre for him and it's something that we were trying to convey through this chorus is just being grandiose and really powerful but also kind of terrifying at the same time and then the ending of the chorus ends off with the line so i cast myself into the clouds which is a reference back to our first record castle in the clouds and it's um, you know, it's got some fun little Easter eggs there. Uh, but it's as he's arriving into a new location that is not the universe that Castle in the Clouds took place in, um, but a similar vibe, sort of trying to communicate that like new world, um, breaching through to a new location, new place. And that essentially is what the chorus is talking about there. Um, then we get to this like sort of rap scream part that Joe does, which I personally am a big fan of. I think that stuff is super fun and he's really good at that style of vocal. Uh, but the rap scream part talks about the Elder Gods watch over all the transgressions and treasons that came from their sons. And this is talking about, again, the Guardian Order serving these Elder Gods, which at this point in time, we haven't really discussed too much about who they are or what they're about, but um, suffice it to say, there's this lineage of elder gods that this guardianship is, you know, uh, subservient to, and the gods are looking down on this sort of betrayal. And uh, you know, the the section says, "I turn stony faces away, bitterly weeping for what they have done." So obviously, there's some uh, big old disapproval here. Dad's disappointed in in his sons. Um, and then the whole rap section there is just basically talking about the paranoia of the traitors. Uh, there's a line lashing about in the, in the darkness to conquer their foes before they appear. Just to sort of give the imagery of, you know, if you were in a dark room and you think there's enemies around and you're just, you know, lashing around, just trying to stabbing before you can even perceive a threat just because you're in this pure panic paranoia state. So that's kind of the emotion we were trying to evoke with that, that bit there. And then it goes back to the world gets quiet down here, again at the end of that line. Um, yeah, that more or less is the significance of all the, the verse lines and the chorus lines. And then a final little bit of detail 
that was specific to the music video, not necessarily in the lyrics, um, with some alchemical symbolism. A lot of the new stuff on the new album that we just wrapped up, there's a lot of ties to al alchemy and, you know, like your Western esotericism. And so the there's every so often in the music video, there'll be a frame or two of just an alchemical symbol and sort of this like blue fire pattern. And the first one that you see, um, this is in verse one, it pops up very briefly, but it's the symbol for vitriol. And traditionally, vitriol pertains to like hatred, bitterness, vengeance. And that's, again, just communicating this um, the emotion that's coming from our main character as he feels the weight of betrayal. And, you know, he has this sort of righteous vengeance and anger that's sort of coursing through him as he's documenting his whole thought process here. Uh, the next one that crops up is the symbol for fire. And this is also the cover art of the single on uh, whatever digital streaming platform you use, but it's just a triangle, um, which is an ancient symbol for portal that kind of appears all over in Egyptology and a bunch of other um, practices. Uh, but it also, yeah, the, the symbol in alchemy for fire is just that plain triangle. And since the track title is Through Inferno, using the symbol for fire and the symbol for portal at the same time has like a literal translation of through inferno or through fire um, which also is a little bit of a play on words at a trial by fire which is what this main character is experiencing is his beliefs and his ethics are being put directly to the test by the opposition of the people that he trusted and that he believed were good people um, and then the final symbol that we see right toward the end of the video that flares up for just a brief second there is the symbol for cinnabar or dragon's blood is the other term, which I think is way cooler. So we're gonna stick with dragon's blood. Um, but that's just representative of the bond between the spirit and the soul that must be broken to release essence, which is what alchemists purported to work with. Um, it's just like a lot of alchemical thinking, but the, the modern adaptation that we wanted to convey there is in order to affect this change and have the positive impact or the like breakthrough that our character is trying to pursue, there has to be sacrifice made. So, he, you know, he's sort of like rending the soul from the spirit in order to uh, create a better world and to stop this corruption but it's going to cost him his life, his status quo. He literally has to travel to a new universe to be safe uh, from the people he's running from. And it's, you know, it takes a lot of sacrifice for a person in that position to do the thing that their moral compass is telling them to do. So that is basically through Inferno. Um, I think when I get some time, I'm going to go back and maybe do one of these for uh, records castle in the clouds in the lost city we had facebook notes with all the details and whatever metaphors in there but uh, facebook decided they didn't want to do notes anymore and they kind of didn't tell anybody about it so i don't know that they still exist i'll i think i have docs of them somewhere but um i'll go back and regurgitate those sometime when i get a little time to remember what the heck we were talking about but in the meantime uh, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow the podcast. We're going to try to be more intentional about uh, displaying information and posting things there as a means of communication because it's a fun format that we enjoy and something that we haven't taken full advantage of in the past. So 
do us a favor, stay tuned there, and if you listen to this whole daggum thing, thanks a ton. We appreciate you guys caring. We will um, hopefully be back to our regularly scheduled podcasting pretty soon here. Get some more goofs, gaffs, wise guys laughs, and um, you know, we can't wait to show you this new record. There's a ton of stuff packed in there. The universe setting is really, really exciting. And if you enjoyed Through Inferno, then you're going to absolutely love the stuff that's on the new record. It is a cut above and beyond in every way. So until then, thanks for watching, and we'll see you around.